According to Mike and Tony is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. This is Elgin Davidson with QuakeCon, and you're listening to According to Mike and Tony. Ah, it is a beautiful Saturday afternoon. It is episode number 42. You know, Douglas Adams wrote a book called Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. And in it, the answer to life, the universe, and everything is 42. But they 42. don't know. Yeah, they don't know the question. Oh. So that's the only problem with that. It's 21 times 21. I mean, 21 plus 21. 42. So that's the <laughs> you figured out the question. Yes. <laughs> Unlocked the the mystery of life, the universe and everything. What's up, Mike? How you doing, buddy? Good, good. We'll be back to Colorado, the homeland. The homeland. It's uh the mountains are west, the th- air is thin, and the marijuana is legal. Yes, and everybody's high, both physically and mentally. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this uh Texas is hot as fuck, just so you know. Yeah. It's always hot. It's nice to be back, I'm sure, and especially now because it's starting to cool down, you know? Yes. Like, uh, oh, my gosh. The cris- well, yesterday was like the highest was like 80 degrees, I think, yesterday, right? Was it? Yeah. You can feel it. You feel it in the morning when you wake up and stuff like that. You know, I mean, we're used to, we don't run, we don't have the AC at the house, you know that. So we have the windows open all the time, all summer. And then uh, there's always those first couple of nights when you're like, oh, season's changing because you wake up like icicles coming off your nose. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yep. Yeah, yep, well, that's yep, Colorado. Yep. I love Colorado, man. It's nice to be outdoors again. This is the final farm cad this year. The finale. It's from ten to six today. Yep. Um, if you're listening to it, it already happened. Just so you know. Yeah, but true, I put plenty true. of <laughs> feelers out there for everybody on uh, Twitter. And if you don't uh, follow us on Twitter, you can. It's at uh, a underscore cording. So C H O R D I N G underscore two. The number two. So. Like, at according to. Right. According to Mike and Tony. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're on that social media. We're everywhere. So, uh, Texas, man, how how was it in general besides hot? I mean, you had the wedding and everything. How was Joe's wedding? Joe's wedding was really cool, man. Well, it wasn't really cool. It was hot. (laughs) It was super hot. But um, it was outside. Joe Dub, by the way, for anybody who is wondering. He's the brew maker. I don't remember what episode. I think it was 11, maybe. I think it was episode 11. Um, But yeah, he was on here. Um, He got married finally this this past weekend uh, up in McKinney, Texas. Uh, it was outside, and like I was saying, the the officiant it was it was funny. He was like, "All right, we're gonna make this fast, guys. <laughs> Get everybody out of the it's heat. It's so hot out here, and it was like direct Ugh. sunlight, and no it's, again, it's humidity. But man, it was nice. Um, the wedding was nice. The little reception it was nice. Um, yeah, good people, man. Definitely good people. Yeah, Texas is uh, seems like a pretty all right place to me. I mean, I've been a couple times. There's a ridiculous amount of highways. Like, why is there so many? <laughs> There's like a lot of highways out there. And they're always on construction. Yeah. Well, that's like here. That's what Myra was talking about. She was complaining about that the other day. She was like, I just get so sick of it. Construction everywhere all the time. And it's really true compared to like where I grew up. But at that being said, considering the weather here and how much it changes and the snow and just how much erosion happens to everything. Yeah. um, It's probably just sort of the way it has to be. Not to mention most of the roads look pretty damn good in Colorado. You don't see those like cracked up. No. Falling apart roads. I mean, they fixed uh, I-70 there, man. So. It's not as terrible looking. 
Yeah, they've been the seventy thing's been going on for a while, and it's always weird timing. It feels like I'm always like the only jackass getting stuck in the traffic because they <laughs> they do it like late at night. It's like musicians, maybe and comedians, people like that get caught in that. Or people working graveyard shifts. Like I've, I'm like, it's always like the weirdest feeling. You're like, dude, why is it a total fucking slammed up traffic jam at like one in the morning? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Because there's one lane. Yeah, because there's me and three other cars. Is what I mean when I say traffic jam, but we're not moving. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! But uh, no, Colorado's the place to be, man. It's awesome. Uh, we're taking Tony Dollar to his first ever Casa Bonita trip today, you guys. I'm so excited! It seems like every time we do FarmCAD, <laughs> I've got seventeen thousand things going, and this weekend it worked out so nice. I actually had a show scheduled for early, crack it on this morning, uh, but it got canceled last minute doing a weird ass FAA thing. It's a hot air balloon thing. So hot air balloons are taken off. So anybody who was scheduled to play during those times, they can't have live music. It's a legal thing, so they just cancel everybody. <laughs> cancel the ones who are in that. What, that is it going to like distract people? Is someone like someone's going to be taken off in that hot air balloon, and you're going to be singing, "See you dancing in the sunshine." And it was, oh my god, Tony Dollar is amazing. Oh my gosh, entranced by my incredible music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. No, I think it was only me that got canceled. Nobody else, because <laughs> my music's so good. No, but so but this time around, so that that actually got canceled last minute. So today, literally, all I have is the podcast right now, yep. and then I've got a performance. So we'll have about a two hour break, maybe after this hour yeah. and a half, and then I'm gonna play for two hours, and uh, then after that, it's uh, it's uh, Casa Bonita, buddy. Casa Bonita, baby, all you can eat. Now there's either beef deluxe or chicken deluxe, so it's all up to you and how you want to go. Okay. That route. So what you feeling get, in the moment. You get the tacos. You get two, uh, uh, two beef enchiladas or chicken enchiladas, and a cheese enchilada, rice and beans, and it's all you can eat. Damn, exciting! I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the kids to see it too. They're really looking forward to it. And then Myra, even though she's been, she was pointing out that last time she went was like I think she had been here for like a year or two. She uh-huh. was like 16 or oh. something like that. <laughs> so. uh if Myra's listening, I mean, it's been like four or five years since she went <laughs> in her early 20s, of course. <coughs> yeah, oh so God. so it'll kind of be like a first experience for her, too. Not yeah. exactly, but... Dude, yeah. Dogs barking in the get background. a good amount of people here, and and hopefully we get some a few more people to come from here to share in your Casa Bonita experience here, buddy. Yeah, right? Make it a big, big-ass party. Yeah. Um, they're open pretty late, too, right? It's like yeah. 10 o'clock or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I were with uh, according to Mike and Tony. We're at the according to Mike and Tony table. They have a special table for us. And then they're like, "Okay, <laughs> Monday, otra vez." <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's gonna be a good time. It's a good ass day. Um, I always love the podcast. The podcast is like the easiest thing. I look forward to it. It's like a, once I get it set up, it's like just click on the mics. But then, really, literally, all we do is sit here and bullshit. It's dude day. It's due day. Yeah, it is. is. Right. And we have to have it every week. I was thinking about, I can't wait until sponsorship really picks up and this thing really turns into the machine. I know it will because then uh, we have to start doing multiple shows a week, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have to step our game up. Due days then. The S. Days? Days. Dude, days. Due days. Because it's like a getaway. It is. From the regular stuff. Well, it's funny because everybody needs it and we know everybody needs that kind of shit, but it's so rare that people really take the time to do it and this is one of those things that just sort of makes it it kind of just has to happen almost like uh fantasy football yes you know what i mean like you <laughs> gotta stay up on the football now fuck frankie <laughs> fuck frankie right now frankie Frank- came out of the gate strong there's only been one game it was the thursday night game and he crushed uh 
uh, Ben Roethlisberger, he was all right. He came through, gave him some points. Um, But it was Gronkowski, which fucking pissed me off because he was my, that was on my list. And Frankie went two before me (laughs) and he was my next pick and he (laughs) snagged him up. And I was like, ah, that's when I picked up uh, Martellus Bennett. But no, so I would have had a lot of points too. But yeah, so it looks like he's destroying you, but it's hard to say because none of your players have played yet. haven't played yet. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's played yet. He has 45 points just from those two alone though. Did it end up at 45? Last time I looked, it was like 38. This other league that I'm in, uh, besides the podcast league, dude. Okay. So it was exactly the same day as our draft. We had a live draft, did it exactly the same day, and I got like a text message uh, from one of uh, um, one of my friends, and I was like, "She's like, where are you at?" I was like, what, "What's going on?" And like the draft is going on. I was like, "Oh my god!" And so I'm trying to draft. At wait, the wait, same wait. Was time. it after or before? It ours? was the same time. The and you same forgot time. or you didn't yeah. know? Holy and, shit! And so I was going through it and. Like, you know, an auto-draft for the first couple of picks. Well, the first pick, I got Antonio Brown. <coughs> oh, that's solid. Okay. Next pick is auto-draft. Uh, auto I got um, Tom Brady. Wow. Because nobody was picking him up. Yeah, that was a pick I game, wanted, too. And, yeah. and then um, I had also Julian Edelman. And then I also oh, had D'Angelo Williams. So all four of those people played on Thursday. Who does Edelman play for? Edelman plays for the Patriots. Oh, yeah. So you did have a player. Oh, but you had him benched. No, other, other league. Oh, other, other league. league. Right, right. So I had four players in this other league, okay? Brady. Holy shit, man. You destroyed D'Angelo him. Williams. Yep. Antonio Brown. Yep. And then Julian Edelman. Edelman was pretty solid, too. My four, my first four, my only four players, and there's what? I still have six more players to go. Mm. 99 points. No. <laughs> no. I'm destroying my, the person I'm going against and because Tom Brady. Auto draft, right? Yep. Jesus. And for the most funny, part, I picked a few of the picks myself. Like D'Angelo Williams, I picked because I knew Le'Veon Bell was going to be out. But damn, that's been a controversy in our league. Has been the auto draft because we had two people got auto draft. One got a mediocre auto draft, maybe a lot slightly above average, and then one guy got just an absolute fucking killer auto draft. He got amazing players. <laughs> He's going to destroy everybody. It feels like well because he was the tenth pick too. <laughs> So he was the very last pick. Mm-hmm. And so the beneficial picks on a snake draft are first and 10. Right. Because you're going to get back-to-back. Back-to-back picks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what, what the season holds. Uh, it was interesting to watch. Uh, Frankie came out of the gate strong. Uh, we'll see how uh, how our league you comes along. You uh, I'm playing Jeff. Okay. Jeff Hill. Yeah. Um, so it. I don't know how much the projected points are worth. It says minor 91, his like 86 or something. But okay. you really don't know. I mean, you don't know who's going to come through and who's not and who's going to have a great game unexpectedly and who's going to have a shit game. Yeah. So For sure, for sure. We shall see. But like I was saying, I mean, it's a good excuse, man. I just get all obsessive with it and, and uh, <laughs> just looking up all the players and keeping up on injuries. And now you got to listen to like other fantasy podcasts too to keep up with things. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do listen to fantasy podcasts actually, <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's cool for me. It's a relief as a uh, diehard for life Chicago Bears fan. The uh, <laughs> Bears, they, you know, they could do something. Maybe we'll see what happens this year. But uh, I got Alshon Jeffrey, so he better do good. Yeah, oh, he will. <laughs> He's solid, man. I think Mark had him last year when he won his championship. Actually, I think he had Brandon Marshall too. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so the uh, fall is setting in. Football season is starting, and uh, everything's starting to change. The gigs are getting different now. Like I, I did play a deck gig out on the patio yesterday, um, but as the fall creeps in, it just everything changes. I gotta go out and weather the <laughs> cold ass weather. Usually, I show up in flip flops and a t shirt, and I'm playing under the sun all day. Like, yeah, you're fucking forgetting something right now. God damn it. You opened for fucking Sinbad, buddy. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well, I think we touched on it at the Probably. very end of last episode. Yeah, dude. It came up. Yeah, pretty awesome, man. It was a great experience. Uh, Comedy Works is a really fucking cool place, man. And I got along good with the people there. Um, and like I, that's what I was saying at the end of the last podcast is uh, I felt like I bitched out a little. But you know what? Life happens. You got responsibilities. I got kids and stuff. But I would have had to stay after an extra hour. But they could have got me in to see Sinbad right there. You know, just like actually probably could have got like a good seat and shit. But still, doing big things, Dolly. You opened up for Sinbad. Hell yeah. I'll be opening. I'm going back to Comedy Works at the end of October. And I'm opening for uh, Piff the Piff the Magic Dragon. Yeah, he was on America's Got Talent. Yeah, and he's got his Piffles with him now. Um, Mr. Piffles, yeah. Comedy Works likes to do the back-to-back thing, so I played back-to-back shows this time. But the first night was just a bunch of locals and stuff playing, uh, uh, doing comedy or whatever. And then the second night was Sinbad. But this one coming up in October is back-to-back nights, and both nights are Piff shows. Um, in fact, it might even be a Friday, Saturday instead of a Thursday, Friday. I can't remember. I'll have to look at it. Um, but I'm looking forward to that, dude. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I love that place. Good shit. They always give out free tickets all the time. Do they? Yeah. I uh, always get like an email. Like, free tickets. Free really? Tickets, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's a cool thing that they're doing, too. I love the idea of combining different arts, you know? Just like they're doing here, man, yeah. at, at FarmCAD, where you bring all sorts of different arts and crafts and people that are sort of like-minded that way and bring everybody together. Yeah, they have yoga over there. This time they have a uh, beer garden, so they have wine and beer this time. We've got oh, a liquor license. Right. Yes, so badass. Dude, i got to tell you, I've honestly been thinking about signing up for yoga. Yeah. I know, right? It's supposed to be. It's I'm not supposed to be. I've taken it. I took a six month yoga class one time that just killed me, dude. It's harder than like anything I ever did. I mean, it's up there with um, like the Spartacus training we did when we were training for. I'd rather do that, dude. I'd honestly I, rather do I the Spartacus too. training because yeah. I did yoga once, <laughs> once with Tierra. <laughs> okay, we had uh, a gym membership, and with the gym membership is it was it was cool at the YMCA actually off of Colorado there. Um, we live by DU, and with them, you get you know the membership is awesome because you get the pool, you get all the saunas, you get free classes. You know they don't charge right. for extra classes or anything, or supplemental or anything like that. And one of them was a yoga, and she really wanted me to do yoga because she does a lot of yoga. And uh, I was like, all right, I'll try it once. I'll try it once. So got a mat and all that stuff, and went there. And yo, I am not <laughs> that fucking flexible. I am inflexible unflexible whatever you want to say it is i that means you need yoga buddy (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's a bitch man and i remember like the last few minutes class are always the toughest you get in these crazy hard positions and literally my legs would be shaking you know and you see i sweat setting up the damn podcast you should see me in a (laughs) not and then then these people do the hot Hot yoga yoga. that's oh my god how how hot do they get those rooms like something like 100 100 degrees yeah yeah it's like just over 100 (laughs) Like that's why if you I want to do fucking hot yoga. Just go to Texas, guys. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, just go to Fresno. Do <laughs> do a little yoga out in the valley there. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about it, man, because it's it's we got so many health benefits and it's so good for you. Um, but I, I I and I thought about oh well I could do videos and learn and do it on my own, but I know I won't, and I'll do it half ass, and it'll be like a six minute session. I'll be like, <laughs> 
I'm good. I'm good. Uh, that's good. That's good. But I remember being in the class. You're kind of under pressure because everybody's doing it, and the teacher's right there, and she's correcting your posture and and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know, man. I could just be all talked to. Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. Nothing like a big brown guy doing <laughs> yoga. <laughs> Oh, the brown has nothing to do with it, though. <laughs> just, just for the record. Maybe that's why I'm not as flexible, right? The opinions of Mike Pierce uh, do not reflect <laughs> the opinions of, according to Mike Tony. <laughs> Are other brown people flexible? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think melanin in your skin has any... <laughs> impact on flexibility in fact actually maybe white people like me are less flexible because we don't have as much um, melanin so our skin gets you know drier and stretched yeah. out i don't know you could, <laughs> i don't know i'm going down a bad road right now trying to stop that hey you doing buddy I'm doing well. you got something to say you got something to say you want to have a seat yeah, we do a podcast. It's a conversational podcast. We basically just sit down once a week and just talk. We usually have guests. Um, but when we come out here to FarmCAD, uh, we just open up the microphone, and uh, you can come on and, and talk about anything you like. But why don't you introduce yourself? Plug yourself? Yeah, so you give us a flyer here. Uh, hi, I'm Joe. Um, I'm with Pavi's Truck. Um, I'm here at FarmCAD this Saturday uh, slinging some sandwiches. Mm, man, it sounds delicious. Pavis. Braised pork belly, pickled green tomatoes, lettuce, sriracha. Oh, my God. This looks like good stuff on here. Now, do you guys just have a food truck, or you also have like a storefront too? Uh, we're actually working on building a second food truck, so we're gonna have two oh, food nice. trucks. Um, we do a bunch of breweries, a couple farmer farmers markets, a couple private events, any caterings. Um, you can find me at pavistruck.com. Um, all my information's there, and that's p a v y s truck.com. Nice. Definitely check it out, man. So you're just, uh, what are you doing right now? Just kind of kicking around a little bit? And yeah, I'm just walking around, talking to the vendors, making sure everyone gets fed today so no for one sure. gets hungry. Oh, geez. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be hanging out for a while today, too. I'm, I'm a musician. I'm playing later, so we've got a gap. So I might stop by and see you. Pick up a little food, buddy. Awesome. Uh, thanks for stopping Thank in, Joe. Guys. Appreciate it. What is your favorite sandwich real quick before uh, you leave? Probably the black and shrimp and andouille with That's slaw. That's what I was going to go with. All right. I'm going <laughs> to come see you later, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a promise. <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy. Take it easy, Joe. Cool. Yeah, dude, I always love coming to the farm. There's fucking food it's everywhere. Oh, man. And it's, it seems like it's better every time there's more options and more stuff. I'm always a sucker for the barbecue, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Any kind of barbecue. Is, yeah, it's black and shrimp. And dewy sausage and spicy slaw. <sighs> that sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, how much time we have left in the podcast? A lot. <laughs> a lot. There's a lot and of time. And now there's going to be some blank <laughs> airspace because we're going to go eat real quick, guys. Yeah. We talk out our ass about doing that all the time, but <laughs> we never actually do it. Maybe we should break that pattern today. Because <laughs> all the WRM listeners would be like, why is there just dead air? Something's wrong with the website. Let's just refresh it. Let's <laughs> yeah. just refresh it. Let's just refresh it. Yeah, well, the, those Robin Slim guys—they take breaks. Remember, I went on the yeah, the Robin yeah. Slim show as a podcast. Well, it's, I guess it's a radio. It's like an internet radio thing. They do the live thing with, yeah. with through us. Uh, what's it called? Ustream. Ustream. Yeah. Yeah. So I do that, but they actually—they'll take a break too. They take a break halfway through. They just kind of shut down. But I did notice in their iTunes version, they obviously they cut that out. Yeah. So it wouldn't make any sense. So. <laughs> take a break. Just did it. Just leave it in there. <laughs> like, yeah, we have a six-hour show, two-hour break in the middle. <laughs> it's not. I like yeah. those guys, though. They uh, kick back, drink some beers, talk real shit just like we do. Yeah, I've, it was funny because, and they're a bit cruder than we are sometimes, and they're seriously funny, though. And I uh, I, I felt like I prepped for that. So I, like, grabbed a beer, had a beer in hand <laughs> for the show. And then I, when I listened back, I was like, 
I mean, obviously, we cuss. We cuss on this show, but I swear it was like every fucking sentence was fucking. This fucking guy was fucking doing this fucking thing. And it was just like, wow. <laughs> Are you still counting the F-bombs, by the way? Um, yes. it's There's a lot. So There's a lot. So we'll have to get back to you yeah. on the numbers. <laughs> We've got a lot of people working That's for us. That's why we do the explicit warning for every single time. Just so yeah, we just put it on there so people Just know. so you kiddies know. If your parents ever yell at you and say, "What the fuck are you listening to?" and like, "Mom, there's a fucking explicit warning on the thing before." And if that, yeah, if that's the conversation, then you probably don't have to worry about it in the first place. <laughs> if that's how yeah, your mom approaches it, uh, she's probably not too concerned. So this time in front of us, we got a uh, clothing designer. We got the cactus over there. It looks like some terraniums cactus. Um, oh yeah, is that the same dude? I think he's been here a few times, right? Yeah. I think originally we were in front of him to begin with in the very first part. Yeah, very cool. And then cards for you, these ladies over here, do some custom cards, looks like, maybe some uh, happy birthday, get well, stuff like that. Man, there's just so much creativity in the world. Places like this remind you. This is just a small pocket of people, you know? People, things like this remind me of how fucking lazy I am. <laughs> <laughs> I leave, you are I leave not farm lazy, kid. sir. I leave FarmCAD sad. I'm like, ah, drawing or something no 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 you work a full-time day job every day which is probably more than full-time you pretty much handle all the social media for the podcast in fact you handle my music twitter most of the time um you show up for the podcast (laughs) (laughs) i don't know do you prepare these days I, when we first started, I used to go crazy pre- with preparation. Tony went paperless, you guys. Remember that, like a few episodes back. And as time's gone on, I slowly eliminated it because I used to have crazy notes when we would start. Like I would have like the whole first section, I'd map out all the questions I was going to ask the guest, and then I'd have like any side notes I wanted to talk about, and then like I'd have a second section that was like, you know, I would literally go through the fun facts and like pick out the ones and copy and paste them into my email <laughs> I, I used to write them on the notepad then i moved it all to email and now all i do is i send myself news articles all week and i read the fun facts <laughs> there you go that's all you need well i started realizing it was like it's we don't do a structured show so why be the one structured guy <laughs> mike just wings it does whatever he wants tony's over here holding the fort down yeah not really <laughs> not really man really nice right now what is that Kombucha? Oh, kombucha, kombucha, buddy. What is that? I'm on the kombucha train now. Um, Gin- is it gingerade? Is it is Gatorade going to sue them? Did that's a gingerade? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ginger suing them too. <laughs> from uh, from uh, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> that was a retarded joke. I'm sorry. That's a dad joke. That was a dad joke. Um, no, man. I got in the uh, the uh, kombucha. I honestly think like trying to remember the where I first heard about it was years ago I heard somebody talking about it, but I didn't know much about it and then Joe Rogan's always talking about it and I heard him at one point say he drinks one every day and I was like that's craziness but you know that I started the uh, probiotics recently I yep. take like a capsule form and so I've been doing a lot of, and realizing how much that stuff's tied with Im- immunity and like all sorts of other diseases and stuff. So I was doing it and then I realized that it also helps you eat stuff, you know, your yogurts and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And kombucha is a fermented drink. It's like a tea. Um, and honestly, it's, it's almost like tea meets beer. It's like so hard to explain. And the first drink I took, I thought I was going to puke, man. And, and the smell is terrible too. I'm not even going to lie. It smells because it's fermented. Um, and so, but I took the first drink and thought, oh, and it's like lightly carbonated due to the fermentation process. Um, and then I took another drink and I forced myself to get through the whole bottle and I shit you not, by the end of the first bottle, I was addicted. It says do not shake. 
Yeah. No, I did that. <laughs> I did that at a show at Mod Market in the middle of a set. Uh, I I hadn't even opened it yet, and because you can once you open it and you you know you drink part of it, you have a little bit of flexibility and you can actually shake it a little bit. Um, but this was an unopened bottle, and I didn't <laughs> shake it too much, but I shook it a little because you can see the stuff builds up on the bottom, so you want it to mix in. Uh, so I shook it, and I'm like right in the middle of a set, open it, just just fucking exploded all over me. <laughs> Uh, right in the middle, and the stuff smells terrible. So I smelled like kombucha for the rest of the day that day. But no, I'm on a kick, man. I've been drinking them damn near every day. I have one now. It says this is a raw food. Strands of the culture may appear. These are natural and normal, and only occur in raw kombucha. Yeah, this dude, is the real deal, huh? dude. My digestive system since I've been doing that and the probiotics, like phew, it's like clockwork. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Now everybody knows. Thousands upon thousands of people around this world know that Tony is a regular guy. I'm just saying, just I don't get uh, I don't get stomach aches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good stuff. We'll see how it is. Like I said, I'm I'm testing out this whole probiotic thing and seeing if it's all uh, fluff or if all this stuff really is legitimate. So we'll see at the end of this year because you know, with my kids and stuff, seventeen thousand illnesses go through my house every single year. This year so far, we've had three colds go through my house and I'm going strong so far. Try. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Let them down. die. <laughs> Those kids are just like germ magnets. They are, and they don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I'm OCD. I wash my hands before I eat and stuff like that. And the kids, if you don't direct them to do that, they won't. They'll sit down. I'm a giant kid then because I don't, I don't do that. Either. You don't wash your hands before you eat? No. No. Well. There's been times where I've worked on the, the, the chopper or even the Jeep, and I'll come in and just do a quick rinse off and... <laughs> No soap, just so is this, is, sandwiches. Is, is there so. just a lack of thought in it, like you don't really care, or is it a conscious thing where you're like, because I've heard that before, people say doing shit like that and caring less is actually better for you because then you get more bacteria and you build up immunities. And I you think that's get probably what it is, it. dude, because you know yeah. me. I barely get sick. True. Very true. Again, I thought it was because you're brown, though. Is that, yeah, I, think huh? that's, that's, well, I think that's why I don't Separate. wash my hands either. Oh, got it. <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> the views of Mike Pierce are... Yeah, do not reflect that of the white guy on the show. <laughs> Does not want to get sued. I guess who would sue me, though? That doesn't make no sense. No. I'm just talking, talking out of my ass, buddy. <laughs> so you're going to stick all day here as well. I brought stuff out to sell. I brought some shirts and some CDs. Yeah, where can people go, though, for your downloads, remember? Uh, yeah, TonyDollarMusic.com. Um, I also have uh, music that's available on iTunes and all that kind of stuff. There's going to be some more available there soon, um, but there is a song there as of now. But again, it's TonyDollarMusic.com. You're on Spotify, too? On Spotify. Yeah, you can hear it through Spotify. Uh, I go through TuneCore, so it basically puts me just about everywhere. I don't think, there, I think there's very few places. So is it like a distribution outlet or something yep, like exactly. that? Yep, exactly. Okay. Yep, yep. And they're real cheap. You just pay like a one-time fee with each song, and then for life, it just sort of puts... Actually, I think it's annual. You have to renew it once a year, but it's like 8 bucks or 10 bucks or something huh. like that. So, nice, yeah, dude. Yeah, so there's that. That's kicking off. You can do these shows in... The fall and the winter, you're going to... Yeah, it, it always slows down a bit in the winter. This year, I'll have more fire in my ass because this is what I'm doing now. Um, but uh, it'll next summer is going to be crazy. I'm actually already booking dates for next summer as of now. So uh, if you do live in Denver and you are looking for a Tony Dollar to play at your venue, hit me up through TonyDollarMusic.com, everybody. It, did you, you even got some crazy uh, offers to do some weddings and everything like that as well? And yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've had that before. I'm actually playing a wedding next year in September. You know, Coco. Cool. Yeah. All right. Coco's wedding. I'll be uh, performing at that. 
Um, yeah, it's an interesting thing. It's weird because I've seen it change since when I first started playing music was that weddings were never an option for me before because I don't do a lot of covers <laughs> and like I'm just not into the whole wedding singer thing. It's just not what I do at all. <laughs> and But over the years, people have changed and what they want at their wedding has changed and people like authentic, real, just acoustic music and especially if it's totally original, people appreciate that more than they did 10 years ago, it feels like. And people are more open to having something like that at a wedding as opposed to the guy that's just there doing, you know, he has the... Like a ju- he's like a jukebox, basically. I think it's because of the emergence of technology and that everybody has open everything and true. open That's minds now. And definitely true. I don't know why this popped in my head just now, but uh, I was going to tell you, too, the people at Comedy Works, yeah. they tip like motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I almost made what I made for the night in tips. Like, it was ridiculous. You said something a second ago that made me think about that. It made me wonder about the crowd down there, because it's not the Comedy Works downtown. It's the Comedy Works... Uh, at uh, Southlands, which is sort of a you know, sort of a nice neighborhood, yeah, up in like higher class or whatever. So I was wondering if that had something to do with it. I don't know. It's crazy. That's cool. Man. We always make the joke. I'm like a stripper. I always walk around with, like shit tons of ones, ones and fives. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or if your wife didn't know you did music, she'd be like, "What are you doing, Tony?" <laughs> if she didn't know, I just never told her. It's <laughs> like, what does he do? Don't worry, don't know. worry. I got the, I'm paying the bills. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a relationship like that? So what does your uh, significant other do? Uh, I don't know. He's I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I saw him Thursday. Uh, he looked good. <laughs> I don't know what he does. Right. I mean, he comes home. He works. He does a full eight hours. Well, that was like, does. remember Bruce Leroy was talking about his family member or whatever, the dude that was like oh, yeah. saying he was going his to cousin, work every yeah, day. His cousin, yeah. He was getting up and getting dressed, fucking disappearing for eight hours and coming He's home. going to the gym for a full eight hours at the rec center. <laughs> He's so ripped. Nobody knows why. <laughs> I just think that's so crazy, man. That's not crazy because, oh, that's a real asshole thing to do. It's more like, damn, that's miserable for yourself. Like, you're living a lie every day. <laughs> Couldn't do that, man. It's too hard. It's too hard. So, are you, okay, so are you expanding more outside of um, the Denver metro area? Are you going to be like, because I know before you had said you wanted to yeah. do some ski resorts and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, right. Dude, I'm working. I'm wor- exactly. I'm working on some of that. Um, there's some stuff up in the air with booking right now. I may be picking up a couple of things. I may be picking up a booking agent and then also a, um, there's this like side company. What's it called? Thumb Track, I think. And so they, it's a auto-generate lead where people okay. go to look for musicians and then it hooks you up with people who are, and those are cool because there's a lot of private parties and stuff like that too. But you also get your big ones. In fact, I got a Lodos gig through that oh, one. Oh, nice. And, yeah, so there's some, uh, and how I'm going to go about it, but definitely looking to, to start branching out and working up into the mountains this winter for the skiers and whatnot. It's a good crowd for my type of music, I think. Um, so I'll be doing that. And then um, we'll see next year. I'm looking to maybe even get out of the state a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, we'll play by ear. A lot of f- stuff going on, though. I'm wor- you know, I'm working on a movie, f- which is a new experience, scoring a film. And so that's uh, consuming me, buddy. I know you've noticed I've been very unresponsive yeah. on messages. And I feel like the... If- you should feel like the bad boyfriend right now. <laughs> feel like the bad boyfriend. <laughs> Tony, where are you at? Hey, Tony. Hey, do, I'm doing this. Hey, how are you doing, Tony? Hey, t- Tony, are you mad? Is yeah. something wrong, Tony? <laughs> I know. And then I log in. It's like 17 messages from Mike Pierce. What's going on? <laughs> I've done that to you before, though, too. I like messing with you. I do it on text, so it's more annoying that way. <laughs> you can't run from it. <laughs> I have the notification shut off on that messenger on my phone. I don't oh, like, yeah. It drives me absolutely baddie i didn't used to when i got the new phone i just never set it up but i think it's better this way i've been trying to get to the point where it's not constantly being berated by your phone because it's so easy to do man 
And then the other part is like the part you do. So you're not getting a call. You're not getting a text. You're not getting yep. anything. But you're just like, I gotta check my Facebook. Yep. Anybody like that post yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. Four people liked it. All right. And then don't like because we've we've heard it before from uh, Elgin's lady. Remember, she says, "Don't be that guy that likes your own post." Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, I don't like my own, I guess. But like, I'll go on as myself and like, and according to Mike and Tony post, something like that. <laughs> but I try not to be the first one. That was the advice Patty gave us. Remember, don't. Yeah. I don't. I try not to be the first guy. It always looks funny. It's like according to Mike and Tony posted this, and it looks like Tony and Tony Mike liked likes it. it. Yeah, <laughs> and Mike Pierce awesome likes to it. it. Excuse me, could we maybe talk about Cub Scout? You yes. sure can. Come on over, buddy, and it's grab only, your, It's only one Mike, guys, but you can go ahead and sit down. Yeah, and you talk, can. Man. You can. Okay. You can kind of rotate in. Uh, we got a uh, young gentleman stepping up to the microphone here have a seat there buddy and then just pull that little so that the orange part's real close to your mouth and you can okay. talk into there um, we've got a boy scout i was a boy scout mike were you a boy scout no i was not you were not i was back in the day why don't you introduce yourself young man i'm jack gordon hey jack how are you good so you're hanging out at farm cats today i see you are decked out in your cub scout outfit mm -hmm. how long have you been in cub scouts for uh three years oh. three four years how okay you how do you like that Pretty good. What's your favorite part about it? Mm, oh, that's hard. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just like it in general. Yeah. You like the uh, you like the uniform. Just like hanging yeah. out with the fellows, right? Mm -hmm. That's cool. Which uh, so uh, so? What do you guys do? Like, what was the coolest thing you've um, done so far this summer? Well, we've just started this summer. We're gonna be doing our rain gutter regatta next week. Oh, yeah. And then we're pretty much just gonna be having pack meetings till more. Fun stuff. Cool. Would you call it pack? What was that? Pack meetings. Oh, pack. Oh, pack meetings. Gotcha. I was putting mm. Pac-Man in there. I was very <laughs> lost for a second. Um, so cool. What made you want to get on the microphone? You're not a shy guy. A lot of guys your age would be pretty afraid to get up on the microphone like you are and, and answer some questions. Mm -hmm. What made you want to do it? What? What made you want to come up on the microphone? Mm, well, we're selling popcorn. <laughs> there you so go. So we'd like some people to come to our stand because... So far, no one's come to our stand yet. Oh, no. Yeah. Maybe me and Mike will come over and make a visit after we're done with the podcast. <laughs> what kind here? of popcorn you got over there, bud? Um, like seven, ten different flavors. Oh, geez. That's a lot. We've got chocolate. Uh, chocolate popcorn. Oh, um, some cheddar popcorn. Mm. You got some cheddar Yeah, we got cheddar. We got caramel. You got that yeah. one with all the all the stuff on it, like that that zebra stuff. It has mm. like the chocolate, oh, like the caramel, the, the peanuts, yeah. and all that stuff on it. No? I don't think so. Okay, no, not that. We one. might. Okay. Well, that's cool. Well, we hope uh, some people come your way. Is this your guys' first time doing this farm cat thing? Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe you'll be back next year. Hopefully, they, I know yeah. they're going to be doing it. This is the last one of the year, but they're doing a lot next year too. So. Maybe we'll see you there and uh, get some mm -hmm. people uh, headed your way. We'll definitely come over and. Uh, and visit you. We'll ask. We normally ask this question to everybody that comes yeah. on the show. What they're if you were trapped on a desert island somewhere, and you only had one song. We'll do one song for you, buddy. And you had it was the only song you could listen to for the rest of your life. Do you know what song it would be? Uptown Funk. Uptown, Uptown Funk. Funk. There you go. That's my kid's favorite. Mark too. Ronson and Bruno Mars. Good job, man. Very good. Well, thanks for coming on, buddy. We thanks. appreciate it, and hopefully, we'll send some uh, people over your way, and we'll come say hey a little bit later. Okay. Does any of your buddies want to get on now? You good? Anybody else want to come on the mic? Okay. Sure. All right. Cub Scout number two. Now, this guy has got on a different colored uh, uniform. Remind me of the difference here. Is this a Boy Scout thing? Um, no, it's not. It's just, um, <clears throat> I think it's, so for what it is, it's, um, I think the blue is for, 
it's for everybody who's under a below and then I think a below and up is uh, a tan. Gotcha. Okay. So you're a little bit older. Well, um, <laughs> and what was your name? Liam. Liam? Right on. Liam, how old are you? I'm 11. Cool. How And uh, how long have you been uh, doing the Cub Scout thing? Um, I think this is my second year. I started a little bit late. Um, so, yeah, but this is my second year so far. Very cool. What's your favorite part about it? You, I know you guys learn lots of cool skills and stuff like that, right? Um, I think so far my favorite part was the summer I got to do, um, I got to I got to do a camp in Peaceful Valley called Camp Dietler. It was overnight for two or three nights. Um, so we did a bunch of activities. We shot BB guns. We oh nice um, neat. We did rappelling. We did um, we did you know scouting adventure and survival and all that. So it was a pretty fun camp. Very cool, man. Very cool. Cub Scouts is one of those things like we were talking about, like our show, you know? Like it's a way for guys to get together and just kind of hang out and have some friends and do some cool stuff, right? Yeah. Well, very cool. So if you were st- stuck on a desert island the rest of your life and you could only hear one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, I think Night Swimming. What's it called? Night Swimming by R.E.M. Night Swimming. Oh, look at this guy pulling out the nice. R.E.M. That's way before your time, buddy. That's a that's a great band, a great time. Yeah, it's all from my dad. Oh, from your dad. He's got it. He's got it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Well, yeah, Very we'll cool. send uh, we'll send some people over to you guys as a uh, tent there. All right, sounds good. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, yeah, take it easy, Liam. It was a uh, pleasure having you on. You guys take it easy and have a great day. All right, thank you. All right, fellas. Very good, man. So we've had our first guest. Yeah. Yeah, very young. It's our youngest guest, maybe. <laughs> no. Oh, no, Jaden's nine. No, they're old? probably younger than... I think so, yeah. Huh. No, I think Jaden is The oldest the one. Yeah, the oldest. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know how old we don't know. son is. I don't even know how old he is. How many sons do I have? <laughs> was that? that wasn't one of my sons, was it? <laughs> <laughs> you are a musician. Maybe you leave, live that musician life. Oh, yeah. Fathering children all over the country. <laughs> Got a tour first. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Donald, this is your baby. <laughs> like, you bitch, you live in Maryland. I've never been there. <laughs> because the furthest east Tony has ever been. Louisiana. 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 <laughs> Which you did you corrected me on that. <laughs> that show I was on. I forgot. Forgot where I'd been. Forgot where I'd been. The Mayweather fights today, right? Uh, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Who the fuck is this guy he's fighting? What's his name? Berto. G- oh, yeah, that's right. Berto. Yeah, I don't Supposedly care. they're, you know, they hype everything up and they're like, Berto, baby, he has the formula to to knock out me. They have to say that, yeah. It's total bullshit, though. It's yeah. not going to happen. He's going to win. Amir Khan was waiting, but, but uh, he didn't want to take that, huh? No, Amir Khan will get destroyed. Amir Khan's too, I, I just feel like he's not that focused. Like, he's so lazy. I remember, I, what was that fight? I, we, I've talked about it before. Where he blew it against... Um, you remember that kid from Washington, D.C.? They were fighting in Washington, D.C. It was like a local crowd. What was the guy's oh, name? Sure, it's not coming to me. It's a common name like Anderson or something like that. But anyway, it was one of those fights where he just got lazy, man. He took his foot off the gas, and he just got caught a couple of times, and the dude boxed shit out. I mean, he lost. He ended up losing the fight. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible decision, though. Like, he definitely should have won the fight, but I felt like it was his karma that got him to lose the fight from just being lazy. I don't like him, and I don't think he would be a good match for Mayweather anyway. I don't think there's anybody out there that 
that could. My heart wants to believe Pac-Man could pull something out, but after watching the first fight, it's pretty hard to even imagine that yeah. anymore. Well, what was the recent thing, too, that just happened? Is that he was taking... Yeah, um, it turns out he was taking some kind of illegal IV thing or... And, interim, interim IV, something, yeah, intervals. And all the stink he made about Pacquiao and all that shit? Yeah. So ridiculous. Well, yeah, it's today, and I don't even I don't even know who's on the undercards or anything like that. Yeah, I was watching. I am loving though this premier boxing champions though, and how they they brought this apart where it's like a a deal on every like sports channel. You know, you have it on uh, ESPN. It's on NBC. It's on Spike. I watched it last night. Oh, so wow. it's just it's just boxing making making more. Making boxing more prevalent around. Yeah, that's cool. I'm all for that, dude. I love the, so, the art of boxing. And it's these. And, and the cool thing is, it's these little guys. Majority of these fights are like the, the, the up and comers. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No, that's really cool, man. Boxing is a neat thing. I was. Did you? Uh, did you ever hear that? Uh, the most recent interview Joe Rogan did with Ronda Rousey. No, I have not. That was dope, dude. And I didn't realize her trainer is a boxer by trade. Like, he was a, a boxing trainer. He's one of the most renowned boxing trainers, which makes sense because her striking has just gotten ridiculous. She's yeah. so good now. Well, she um, says she only has a few more fights in her, right? That's what she was saying. Everyone wants the cyborg. Yeah. So that's, I mean, she was basically saying it was a matter of the way she phrased it was like how long am i willing to wait around for that is how long i'll fight for yeah and like she wants like if she had like i think if she got, was able to fight cyborg like this year or next year i think she would seriously consider retiring right after that i think that's all there's many fights you know it always when i see the mma versus like boxing like boxing there's like people that are like you know or or even muay thai when I was watching that Muay Thai fight, uh, yeah. this dude was like 84 and 29. Like, that is That's a, a lot, lot of fights, fights dude. <laughs> like hockey players and all those damn games. Yeah. Yeah. No, and Well, and they were saying, too, that she sort of fights at the higher end of the average, which is about she can handle about three fights a year. Huh. So, I don't know. Well, our, uh, what is it? Uh, one of our past guests, that JD, he has a fight coming up here in October, right? Big one, man. Glory 24. Glory, yeah. We're talking about going to check that out. Tickets yeah. are expensive because it's a big, legit fight. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I think it'll it'll be a, a fun one to go to, and it'll be cool to see him fight. I'm hoping he uh, destroys the other guy. I got a good feeling about JD. I was telling you that. Yeah, yeah. His work ethic is unquestionable. The man does it yeah. just full time. Yeah, his whole life is dedicated to fighting. Anytime you dedicate yourself like that, as long as you stay positive and you don't get uh, discouraged when shit doesn't go perfect, I think that there's only one end to that path. You know what I mean? Yeah. Success. Success. Well, that's, and that's, you know, mentoring the podcast stuff. Um, that's the other thing I like about this is opened me up to new things, checking out different things. Like a lot of our guests that we've had on here, you know, seeing their shows and going on to their stuff and, and checking them out. They come on to us check us out and then we go to them and check them out you know mitch jones we're gonna go check him out next yeah week. right i think that's wednesday night yeah i'm really looking forward to that man he's a funny ass comedian mitch jones definitely had him on my mind a lot when i was down there at the comedy works yeah. you know thinking about that and the whole comedy thing oh by the way too miller's grill where i played yesterday it's up in lafayette uh that i played at many times this summer they're starting comedy there uh -oh. and they're not messing around either dude like they're using the same booking agent the comedy works uses okay and like the main wow. guy the first night the main guy is like a national uh touring headliner really yeah and at, at miller's which is like a, a cool little barbecue i was gonna say maybe food. i should uh maybe i should 
should get on there for my first time. Dude. Do a Michael Smith. Dude. Dude. Do it to it. Do it. Or I don't know, actually. Maybe maybe don't start with like a national headline. <laughs> oh. How is Michael doing? I haven't seen I've been on the Facebook a lot, as you know. I've been kind of buried. Is he, st- is he still doing comedy stuff? I haven't seen recent. No. Yeah. I saw he had another open mic, though. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he needs to get out there and keep grinding, man. It's the only way to get that thing better is to polish it and keep working at it. Yeah, so that'll be cool. Checking out Mitch Jones. Where's that at again? Where are we going to see him? I don't know. Don't it's on know. our calendar. I just go by the calendar. So I'm one of those guys, you plug something in for me, and it reminds me of my phone, and I yeah. go do it. Yeah, I'm the same way, dude. I have everything. <laughs> I have everything in there. In fact, I had to take it off recently. I got too carried away. I put in like all my snacks for the day. Yeah. Your fucking <laughs> alarms going off every 20 minutes. It's like, this is out of control. That is out of control. That's out, I took Snacking. them all off. That was a mistake. Rem- oh, Tony, breathe. Breathe, Tony. <laughs> That's a reminder to breathe. Every yeah, Tony, this is a reminder you have to pee. Oh, I, yeah. Every two and a half seconds, I get a, a reminder to breathe. And then a pee comes about every what? <laughs> Knowing me, ideally minutes. it's supposed to be. I think every like hour or thirty minutes or something you're supposed to pee. Wow, you got to be drinking a lot of water then. Yeah, yeah. most be people. Clear. Most people are probably almost never properly hydrated then. Because I don't know anybody who pees every hour. If so, that we make fun of them. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he going? Or he's on drugs. He's going to the bathroom to do drugs. <laughs> Comes out with a little white powder under his nose. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. That's what I've always said too. Like, if I was ever disgruntled at a job, that's what I was going to do. Just like, not do the drugs, but just like keep on going to the bathroom and every time just come out and be like, ah, all right, all right, let's get this day going, guys. Just run up and walking around and going all fast. And everyone's like, this guy's on fucking drugs, dude. We got to fire him. And then when I get fired, it's for like wrongful termination. And then I'm like, ah, I'm going to sue you. (laughs) Billionaire. Yeah. Holy That's my get rich scheme. Everybody's got to have one of those, right? <laughs> that's the funny thing is everybody wants that we talk about guys like jd you know grinding and talking about michael getting out there and starting a long journey or whatever but so many people don't want that shit they just want instant, instant gratification. gratification yeah they want to how do i get rich fast and doing as little as possible for the maximum amount of money that never ends well i don't know anybody that succeeds doing that i don't know lotto do you play lotto uh rarely yeah. Once in a blue You only play like what's like the large, gigantic history ones. Yeah, right. Something like that. I might <laughs> it's snag the biggest a ticket. In history. Yeah. You don't win if you don't play. Yeah, I don't want to buy a lottery ticket, test my odds, actually win, and then win like ten grand. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> I mean that's awesome, but I'd really rather win the big one. Yes. I'm going to win. There's a lot of dogs around here walking around, dude. Yeah, it's a very dog friendly environment, which is cool. I gotta get better at that because I'm dog sitting again. Uh, for Joe, you know, Tyson and Joe, I'm watching their dog. And uh, so I take her on walks and stuff, but I always forget to, like, take something. To what pick kind of up. dog do they have? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You've seen her, I think. She's the, like, auburn red brown. Oh, it's like a Labradoodle or something like that? No, like that? Like not golden so doodle? much. A little more wolfy, <laughs> like thicker, longer hair kind of. Huh. Yeah, I mean, she's a good dog and everything, but... Uh, yeah, like I don't think about that, and then I you have that awkward moment where they take a shit, and the first thing you do is like, is anybody looking? Like, what, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I didn't bring nothing. Crap. <laughs> but I'm lucky where uh, over by my house where that golf course is at is where I walk a lot or run and take the dog, and they have and like, then you, and then you're like, fuck it, let the groundskeeper take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> Just right next to the hole. <laughs> 
<laughs> Who needs a flag? You got a nice steaming pile of dog shit to let you know where it's at. No, so I, but they have things along the walkway where you can like pull those little plastic yeah. bags out and stuff. The same golf course in which your son is going to um, ride his dirt bike. That's what he thinks. <laughs> yeah, that's what he thinks. <laughs> the minute you buy it for him. Love to be inside his head, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's like picturing himself just fucking flying off the hills on the golf course, tearing up the perfect grass. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's field area around it. I think that's what he's saying he's going to do. And I've, I've seen people do it over there before. Yeah. But you're definitely not supposed to, right? I mean, I don't think you're allowed to do that shit. I guess it all depends on whose land that is. Well, I think it's probably privately owned by whoever's building the houses. Maybe. I guess. So they shouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, they probably just tear it up anyway. I have never seen anybody like getting hauled out in handcuffs from it. <laughs> <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> Hopefully Jaden doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Fuel for his arguments now. See now, you can just buy it for me, dude. Life changed for me. I was all excited, remember, because the school were, the kids were going back to school, so I've had more, you know, freedom during the day to yeah. focus on music and all that. But now it's the uh, Myra started a new job, and so she's really focused on it right now. And so I become the go-to for all of it. So it's like in the morning, waking them up from the crack of dawn and dealing with all the fighting <laughs> to wake up. And then, which I've always done that. That's what kind of always been my spot. But now I have the afternoons and the mornings and then any random stuff that happens, all the doctor's appointments and all that kind of stuff. So I've become sort of a night owl. That's also part of why I've been so unresponsive lately. Just buried and working on the movie. And then also <laughs> if when I'm not These working kids. on the movie, I'm toting kids around. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about switching vehicles, maybe. Yeah. Having me uh, do rock the minivan, buddy. I was thinking how much more practical it would be, especially days like this when I've got music and podcast in the same day. Got like a whole bunch. Look at this. This Cub Scout kid is he's a he's beast. A look at that. A salesman. Look at him. Going for the young younger girls. Look at this. <laughs> look at yeah. He just point. And all he does, he just points them to the table. They start walking to the table, and he just walks off onto the next. <laughs> the next entrepreneurs yeah man he was unafraid of the microphone too that's pretty rare to find a young kid like that that I'm like microphone sure i'll get up and say something should take him under your wing dollar take him under my wing <laughs> this is my cub scout uh, apprentice <laughs> <laughs> he carries my shit so you guys pointed over here you want to say something that's all we do. We specialize we in do. trouble. That's all we do. Uh, we do. It's like a, an online podcast, conversational. We just sit down and BS for about an hour and a half. And uh, when we're out here, we just open up the mic. So if you want to say anything or you want to get in on this, you're feel free. Sounds good, buddy. There you go. There you go. You too, buddy. And then it's our idea because it's our show. <laughs> we own it copyright already <laughs> please bring us good ideas <laughs> that's what we should just do from now on just invite people on here and be like and after you do the podcast you have to sign this disclosure everything <laughs> that you've said is ours <laughs> and we're still doing it out of my basement <laughs> but having people sign all these official forms <laughs> we, we effectively own you now yes <laughs> for coming on our podcast in my basement now we've had some uh We've had some sponsorship requests, but uh, yeah. something that we're looking for. Something Waiting for the right opportunity, man. Opportunity we want to do. We've had a few people approach us, and we want to do stuff that we believe in, stuff that we actually 
use and don't want to whore out our show already. Right. Well, plus people love that there's no advertisements other than TonyDollarMusic.com <laughs> and MikeAntonyShow.com. <laughs> other than those two, there's no advertisements. So I think people get used to that. And even if we, when we do pick up uh, sponsorship, it'll be, you know, people won't be used to it. So it's got to be something we believe in. It's got to be something that uh, is good and that people will actually be interested in and checking out. So. so any of those people that have... Uh any men's grooming products like beard oils or bombs? Yes, I was telling you I was going to ask you about the beard oil because I think I'm gonna. I, I my plan was to stop shaving for the rest of the year, and then my wife informed me. I was telling you this before the podcast. She informed me that uh, I'll have to shave for family picture. So I said, as long as you do it before November. So it, at the worst case scenario, I'll have to shave again, but I will stop shaving November 1st till the end of the year. So I was going to ask you, because I know my shit gets crazy. It starts just pointing in every direction. The hair is like going up at the sky. I'm like, well, that's not supposed to do that. Yeah. Well, I'm near new to the beardum. So I'm doing it beardum? since... Yeah. Since February. So... Yeah. This thing is ridiculous. Dude. It is it's really ridiculous. It's cool how you tr- you sh- uh, trimmed up the sides, though, so it comes to like this point. It's like an upside-down triangle. <laughs> Shit's dope, son. So again, all you dollar beard people, all you beard oil people, all you beard bomb people, hit us up. Yeah, let us know what you use, too. The people, if you wear a beard, there's a lot of dudes rocking beards. The man now. scarf is what it's called. Yeah, it's I grow my own scarf. <laughs> I had a picture I put on Instagram where I had my hair in a bun, and then I had a fanny pack on. You couldn't see the fanny pack in the picture, but I just said something <laughs> along the lines of, yes, I do rock a man bun and have a fanny pack, but now I'm going to be even worse and have the beard, too. Man bun, beard, and a fanny pack. Oh, man. You just, that's, you know what that is? That's a recipe for a hipster. A hipster. Yeah, now you next you just have to wear your glasses uh, everywhere you go. Everywhere, all the time. The black frame thick glasses. <laughs> I do have those, actually. <laughs> that's exactly what my glasses look like. Ah, uh, yeah. Start wearing some Birkenstocks. Is that what hipsters wear? Birkenstocks? Back in the day, I think we're, it's not outdated Hippies? now. Do people still wear Birkenstocks? Do they still make Birkenstocks? I know they still make them. I heard somebody talking about them the other day. But I don't know. Myra, actually, it was Myra. That's right. She was saying she wanted to get me a pair. She's still a big fan. <laughs> See? She's still See, a big she fan. She knows you. She's stocks. like, you need it. You need a dollar bill. Dollar bill. <laughs> Birkenstocks are so me, man. <laughs> I used to wear a pair back in the day. They were super trendy then. Everybody had a pair. But nowadays, it's... I didn't have a pair. Yeah? Did you no. ever get a pair of Crocs? You ever wear those? Nope. Never no. had a pair of Crocs either. Okay. That's good. Bruce Leroy has Crocs, but it's different. They're crocodile skin oh no it's snake skin huh snake skin, snake skin boots never yeah. mind <laughs> do they make crocodile skin boots that'd be interesting i don't know probably be like armor and shit <laughs> protect your shins like worm in soccer like <laughs> mexican boot slash uh, soccer <laughs> yeah okay we are uh raveling, unraveling here uh, what do you think, buddy? Is it a little too early? You want to move? No, nah, we can hit up a little bit of these fun, fun facts. facts. So again, if anybody wants to get on the fun facts, it's uh, Mike and Tony Show at WROMRadio.net. Um, and again, get you these fun facts out. Uh, I send about 50 of those every single Friday. Um, just shit that I just uh, read around the internet. Stuff that I look and think it's interesting on the news, whatever. I put it on here and then compile the best 50 and then send it out. Dude, Crocodile Dundee. Uh, growing up, that was a big part of my generation and yours, I'm sure, yeah. too. Mick Crocodile Dundee was based on an actual person who survived 56 days in crocodile-infested outback Australia. He died in a police shootout after he killed a cop while high on 
amphetamines. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Can you imagine if you knew that crazy bastard? <laughs> like, that's a crazy dude. That is, yeah. That's a dude you don't know what to expect from. That's the dude that you are afraid to invite to get togethers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. And then you bump into him that day. <laughs> or, you know, you bump into him that day when you're talking to other friends about your get together and he hears it and you're like, fuck. Right, right, right. I have to, oh man, I have to invite Mick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, show up if you want to, man. Fucking knife again. (laughs) Every time he's got the knife. That's not a knife. That's not a knife. It's a knife. Yeah, that was crazy. I didn't, for one, I had no idea it was based on a real dude. And then second of all, that was like, he was just a crazy guy. And you, you can imagine the scenario. I laughed when I read it. I was like, oh my God, what a crazy. But I was thinking, damn, that sucks for like that cop and his family. <laughs> Get killed by some fucking raging, crazy crocodile hunting Amphetamies. dude. Jesus. Yeah, strung out as fuck. I was thinking about it. I was like, I bet he was strung out the whole time he was out those 56 days. He probably took some with him. Probably. And so I got through it, man. Put him into beast mode 24-7. <laughs> so here's one that cracked me up. I mean, again, I felt bad for it, but in 1957, there was a grandmother that was hit in the face by a foul ball. Yeah, okay. I know. She, when she was being carried out of the stands in a stretcher, another foul ball came and Cracked hit her in, in the, the same face again. Face again. Oh, Jesus. Oh, well, that's a, the luck? That's a bad day. <laughs> that's a bad day. It's a bad, bad, bad. What happened? I was hit with the a foul ball twice. Twice. <laughs> Two different times, not man. Not good, good. Absolutely in, insane. Insane. Um, what was this? this one I thought was hilarious, man. There's a growing sport called chess boxing. I was about to say that one. In which the two opponents trade off playing chess, then <laughs> boxing, and repeating until there is either a checkmate KO or TKO. <laughs> Holy... <laughs> How, it's, it's weird for so many reasons. The obvious is that it's a combination of such two different things. I mean, one's just like physical, you know, strength and agility and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, the other yeah, part is like mental. your mind and yeah. strategy and, and like plotting your moves. But the other thing I found funny about it is like the as the fight goes on, you make worse and worse chess decisions, surely. <laughs> I mean, you're getting smacked in the head in between every move. Or maybe you're doing better because you don't want to go to the boxing match and you're just trying to checkmate them. Oh, is that how it works? I thought it was one of each like i move upon you move upon and we go around yeah well that's what i'm saying maybe you're like you're trying to think of your next move like when you're boxing and you get whopped <laughs> you just start grappling so you have time to think about your next move yeah. <laughs> no well i guess that you can't it's boxing right yeah <laughs> they don't grapple and box. next on spike chest boxing <laughs> that's insane man there's it just goes to show the infinity of humans again Every time we think about it, like there's so many possibilities. Like somebody <laughs> fucking thought about that. They're like, it's how to be the sharpest intellectual and the biggest badass at the I've same time. This, I've seen this fucking shit online before of a um, of a team MMA fight, five on five, and then all I just like that. ran at each other, <laughs> just fighting. It's like when one person gets submissed out or knocked it's an out, organized bar they, brawl. Yeah, and then they just like mound on top and like start fighting the other dude on top of that, and so yeah. Yeah. Feel free to stop by if you guys want. We do a, an internet podcast where we it's basically just conversation, and we always have an open mic when we are here at FarmCAD. So let people know, too, if you know anybody who likes to talk a lot like me, <laughs> send them down this way, and we'll have them on. Now, here's one. Jimi Hendrix. This is music, buddy. Jimi Hendrix was the highest-paid performer at Woodstock. He yeah. made $18,000 at the festival, which is the equivalent of... Of one thousand, oh sorry, one hundred and fourteen thousand six hundred and forty-two dollars today. 
Damn, man, that's so crazy. You know who they should have paid the most to is uh, Richie Havens. I don't know if you know who that is, uh, an old folk singer, black dude, played acoustic guitar, had a killer mm-hmm. voice. But uh, I remember seeing some story about it where he showed up and there was some kind of problem where like no other artists were showing up and it was time to kick off the performances. So they had him go up and he just went up with an acoustic guitar and started playing. And it was like, I think he was originally supposed to play like a 20 or 30 minute set and then it turned into an hour and then it turned into two hours and the fucking dude played for like four or five hours just to keep, because pe- pe- the crowd was going crazy and they had no other artists there. So he, so Richie Havens got up there and just killed it for like four hours. And I was thinking he should have made the twenty grand. <laughs> like that dude should have been the highest paid because he worked the hardest, and he was doing those songs. That's when he did that song "Freedom." Yeah, where it's like it's like ten minutes long. Oh, jeez, dude. Yeah, that's what I mean. I know he, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's from that <laughs> performance. He was just fucking going crazy, just playing and playing. And every time he'd think he's done, he was saying that they'd just come up again and be like, "Oh, we're sorry. Can you do another set?" I'm like. Okay. Okay. And he literally ran out of songs. At the end, I can't remember what he said he did. Like, he played one song again, <laughs> or he did something funny. I can't remember. <laughs> he redid remember. another one. Oh, my gosh. That's always been a worst fear of mine is doing some super long show and running out of material and being like, you still have 45 more minutes. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, that's where the loop pedal comes in. Yeah. <laughs> Just start jamming. Over and over and over again. Um. There is a New York City hot dog vendor who pays $289,000 a year for his location. What the? It's like prime uh, spot on like Wall Street side. So Is that what it is? Yeah, so it's got dude. a lot of traffic? Is yep. that what he's paying for? Okay. That's what it is, man. I got gotcha. you. So going through, we just have to snatch it up, man. Yeah. That, I mean, he's, can he, I was thinking about it, though. I'm like, can you really make that much money selling hot dogs? Oh, yeah, dude. I guess so. Yeah. But how do you keep, like, in, it's just a stand. So, like, how do you have that many? Like, do you have a giant fridge and shit? I'm sure it is but a truck a, right there, too, and everything. So Way more complicated of a, of a deal, a business, than I would, probably would have ever thought it was. All right. When Friends debuted 20 years ago, People Magazine gave it a D-plus rating. <laughs> so and Time Magazine called the cast dysfunctional morons. <laughs> That's kind of true. But uh, the show was very successful. It was a good show. I was laughing now, huh? Yeah, I was laughing now. What well, just goes to show that haters will hate, man, and people will not even just haters will hate, but people will always have their own opinions of shit, and nobody knows what reality is. No. So you just can't be discouraged. That's why I always say that to like young artists starting out and stuff. Like, don't be discouraged when somebody's like, "You're total shit." That's happened to a lot of people who achieved greatness, man. Yeah. That in the beginning, there's always that, you know. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I mean, Jesus. I mean, they've all gone on except for like david swimmer <laughs> to do like yeah. good things you know like yeah right stuff. that's yeah. true well, he hasn't done anything is he no. in a movie or anything i don't even remember damn yeah i like this one uh if the history of the universe was scaled into one year <laughs> yeah. modern humans would appear <laughs> at on december 31st at eleven fifty-two p.m i was me and my were talking about this one over coffee this morning so i was kind of breaking it down so you could like picture all of existence you know the history of the universe from when it started and then what period of time have humans actually come onto the scene it's like oh nuts? my god nuts dude it's really nuts what's nuts is we're so close to fucking up our planet so fast <laughs> we just got here we just got here son <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um daylight savings time cost the u.s an estimated 434 million dollars in lost productivity and decreased health wow yeah, that's so crazy, man. Um, what do you think of that? I don't know. I just I'll have to deal with that sun, dude. I'll have to deal with that sun. Everybody likes that sunlight. 
yeah, we need it too, right? And you reminded me of one. I was trying to find, where's the one about roundabouts? It was a city in Indiana, right? Yep. That like replaced all of their four-way intersections with roundabouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll see if I can find it because it gives you the specific numbers. Like it made things so much better. Um, like ac- there was like less accidents. It cost the city, uh, I mean, it saved the city a ton of money. I'm like trying to read through these at the same time saying this have you found it do you see this shit anywhere why am i always doing this it's a city in indiana replaced all their signaled intersections with roundabouts construction costs dropped from dropped 125,000. gas savings reached 24,000 gallons a year per roundabout so that's per roundabout uh injury accidents dropped 80 percent and total accidents dropped 40 percent yeah, see, and I was—I couldn't help but think instantly. I'm like, why the fuck don't we do that everywhere? Let's get rid of the right? whole, isn't that just an outdated concept then? Yeah. Four-way intersections? Just make everything a damn roundabout. So you were talking about being insane positive earlier. You know, you said you might have some bad things that happen, but you still kind of truck it out. Uh, Frain uh, Selak, oh my an God. 85-year-old oh my man God. who was who <laughs> narrowly survived a train crash that killed 17, being blown out of a plane that killed 19, a bus accident that killed four, two car explosions, being hit by a bus, and he almost got hit by a truck. He then went on to win the win lottery. The lottery. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Talk about a happy ending. And uh, then from that point on, you just stay the fuck inside. I couldn't think, I couldn't help but think about it because it was like, the first thought I had was like, oh man, you know, he went through a lot of shit, but it had a happy ending. But then I thought about it, and I'm like, all that shit happened over his life. Those are all miserable experiences to go through. And then you get to the end, and it's like you win the lottery, but you're 85. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, or is he 85 now? Maybe he won a while ago. I hope he did for his sake. <laughs> hope he won like 20, at least 20 years ago. Is that nuts though? God damn. Yeah. What are the odds of that shit? I like this. Uh, some Cuban cigar factories employed a lector who would read newspapers, political treatises, and classical literature aloud to help break the monotony of the cigar roller's work. Thus, even illiterate cigar rollers would be well informed and familiar with great literature. It's the, uh, it's the first audio book, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Because I was like, that's such a good idea. You know, we've all done that where you're listening to, if you've got been in any kind of job where you can sort of mindlessly plug through things, you can listen to stuff. And I, I listen to a ton of audio books that way and realizing that, damn, so back then they were doing that, that shit. They had a dude just sitting there reading to everybody. Hey, everybody. It works. I'm sure it was effective. Yeah. Kept them uh, from losing their minds. I'm sure just the day in, day out, rolling cigars. Yeah. All right, here's one. And you have a lady at the house, but pretty soon you're going to have um, two young ladies in the house. Mm. Every year, women <coughs> lose approximately 1.73 oh. billion bobby pins. Dude, that's just my house. Those are just numbers. I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say that's the that <laughs> the one billion part. That's that's my house. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that actually is crazy. Though. We talked about that one this morning too. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. I mean, you're talking in the Billions. <laughs> what does that look like? What does a pile of a billion fucking bobby pins look like? Giants, like probably like the size of that building right there in yeah. front of us. Like that's a lot of bobby pins to lose. <laughs> Where do they go? I don't know. Because those seem like things that could wreak havoc if they get in the wrong place. You know what I mean? Well, like, you know what happens? I find them when I'm fucking vacuuming. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah. It's either like a bobby pin or an earring. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Mario's favorite music is opera or new wave high techno Euro pop, according to Nintendo. Yeah. 
some a couple Mario facts. What was the other one too? I always thought Wario was his uh, evil brother, but he's not. No. Um, let's see here. It's Wario. Um, Wario is not his evil twin. It's just another guy that was jealous of Mario's good looks. Yeah. Interesting. He's definitely uh, he's definitely uglier, right? He's getting all the Princess Peach. He's like, come on, man. <laughs> In 2010, during a heat wave, Siberian bears began to dig up cemeteries and eat the corpses of humans. That's dark. That's super dark, dude. <laughs> super dark. It says a lot about a bear's stomach, too. Like, just eating, like, super old stuff that's been decomposing for, like, years and years and years. What was it? Um, My in-laws, they live up in Bailey, Colorado. Um, and they had a um, an in-ground uh, beehive. I think. Uh-huh. Right? And um, so they live in Bailey. It's up in the mountains, dude, and BFE. Um, it was, they came outside, and the ground was just tore up. And they have cameras um, around, and they said that the bear had got to the uh, um, the, the beehive, just dug it up and ate wow. the beehive. They have, like, super keen sense of smell, huh? Yeah. That's probably how they, they can smell that shit far away. Wasn't there one about a dude, right? The dude who had like... Actually, there, uh, I saw something recently too. What's that guy who was... He like lived with bears. Did you hear about this guy? Like he wrote... There's a book and stuff out. But like he... In the end, he got eaten by a bear. Like that's how he died. What? But like he lived out in the wild. He'd hang out with like, these giant grizzly bears and stuff. You ever heard of this dude? He's pretty no, famous. Dude. I don't know a lot about him. I've just seen it around. And I, I was at the bookstore the other day. I saw a book that... And that was, was his ultimate demise was being eaten? Yeah, that's how he went. And he had said before that happened that... If that ever happens, like, I'm totally fine. Like, that's a great way to go, for, if you ask me. Like, that was sort of his take. He had, like, a real passion for bears, dude. <laughs> like, you gotta be, you definitely have to be pretty crazy. I mean, those things frighten me. I'd say of all the animals, like, I'm scared of cats and things, you know, hunting you down. But, like, bears freak me out the most. And I think part of it is, is that, like, if you were hunted down by, like, a cougar or something or a lion, like, the first thing they're going to do is grab a hold of your neck and suffocate you. And then yeah. it's going to be over, and then they're going to have their meal or whatever. But, like, when it comes to bears, they don't give a shit. I mean, they'll just bite off your arm, you know, start mowing down on it while you're laying there bleeding, and then they'll come over and bite your head. Like, they don't give a fuck. Well, and, like, like, see, like cougars and, like, mountain lions and stuff like that, they have... A I think that was one of the other fun facts too. Um, you're supposed to put up a fight if you get ever attacked, like by a mountain lion, because they only have enough energy to for that one kill. And so if you're fighting with them and everything, right. they're like, "Fuck this! I'm not going to try to." <laughs> yeah, that's the difference, right? With bears, you don't want bears. bears like, do whatever you want to do is still going to eat you. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I would fight. You try, try to poke their eyes and shit, but you probably only got a couple of good seconds, and then you're in ridiculous, excruciating pain. Yeah. If well, you're not lucky enough to have it all be over quickly. <laughs> well, that's what in-law also said too. He's like, he's like, yeah. So, um, I heard some someone said that uh, get some the mace, some mace for bears and everything. You know, if they ever come, you can try and attack you. Mace them. And he was like, and then I had another really good buddy who's you know had a few encounters with bears, and he goes, that just makes them fucking pissed oh no <laughs> he's like don't mace a bear uh, like, if you do you gotta get that like industrial like that spray big spray can one it's like semi-automatic spray for bears can. but yeah it just says like no it makes bears more mad oh my god dude can you imagine you just make it just step it up how much worse it's gonna be <laughs> oh fucking terrible way to go man terrible way to go uh what do you think let's go ahead and move on to the uh, a little bit of that uh, new so, that whole Kim Davis thing is yeah. still like consuming did everybody. You see, did you see the 
you've seen the video, right? Yeah. The fucking Eye of the Tiger. Really? Eye of the Tiger? You're playing Survivor. Eye of the Tiger? And they said that they didn't um, let them, they didn't authorize her to use that. Oh, app. they did? No, they so didn't. she got in trouble. Yeah, so they got, she got in trouble. But yeah, like all these people that are, what, Mike Huckby said he was going to replace her in jail. He's like, I stand by Kim Davis, you know, the presidential candidate, Mike Huckby. He's like, I'm gonna, I will go to jail for her. Dude, I watched the video just like thinking, what the fuck is happening? Like, what is this phenomena? And what's so weird about it isn't like the weirdness of what she's doing or the fact that she has so much pride in it. But what was, what's really weird is like how many people it was like this big emotional moment she was she had a hard time going up to the microphone and starting to talk because she was all verklempt even though she's like what could try not to cry or whatever yeah and like all these people are just cheering her on and huckabee standing there with a goofy fucking cowboy smile on his face 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 <laughs> what is this that is his face the goofy ass cowboy looking he reminds face. me of what's his name from toy story Woody. Woody. I don't even know why. He doesn't really look like him, but something about that <laughs> smile, dude. It's like this plasticky looking smile. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. My take on it is just that these people are fucking ridiculous. I don't know how else to see it. I, this is it, this is insane. Like what was? I saw some meme picture that was posted where it was like it was showed like a picture of a cashier in like a Walmart or something. Uh-huh. And then it like said on it, it was like all these different things like, Oh, I, you know, I'm, I, I don't eat meat. So you're gonna have to take your Turkey to so-and-so to check out. I can't, Oh, I can't ring that up because I'm a, you know, I'm Christian and we don't believe it. It was just like all these different things. Like if everybody did what she was doing, like everything would just come to a grinding halt. Like, that's just not the world you live in. You can't just be like some rogue idiot out there going, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm like, okay, well you're fired. See you later. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Oh my god! The rules. No, get, um, get married. Yeah, it was just. Uh, it is. It's just consuming everything. And like the, the other thing that, that cracks me up, and it was uh, an episode of The West Wing. Um, I don't know if you ever watched that show. Uh, back I don't know if I've actually ever seen. Um, I know the show though. Yeah, but uh, there was an episode of The West Wing where there was a lady on there who was like, you know, super religious, and they were talking about um, yeah, the, the president came in, uh, Martin Sheen. Yeah, and. Uh, he was talking to her, and he's, uh, he's like, just basically, these people that are saying the Bible, the Bible, t- you know, it's what God says, and the Bible says, and, da, 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 and he, then, you know, Martin, she just takes it over, and he's like, well, I was thinking about giving up my oldest daughter up for <laughs> slavery, you know, and he's like, in Leviticus, this and this, and he's like going out, and he's like, you know, or he goes, my joint chief, of, he's like, my chief of staff is actually thinking about working on Sunday. Now, am I morally obligated to kill him myself, or does somebody else have to do that? <laughs> so it's just like all these different things, and just like it's such a good point. Though there's so much <laughs> weird old shit in the Bible, you cannot use that. People use that as a foundation, or just something's wrong with you. I don't know. Yeah, that's hilarious, though. That's a really good way to point it out. Like we did all that shit. Yeah, you could trade family members and stuff too for cattle. Yeah, <laughs> fucking do all kinds of crazy stuff. Stone all right, people. Well, uh, go ahead, Jaden. We'll uh, have a nice life. Yeah, good luck. We now to you. have a cow. Yeah, try not to get stoned like <laughs> by other people. Do it yourself, it's different. Um, man, okay, so I saw this weird thing and I didn't like Snopes it or anything or try to figure out if it was fake. Did you have you seen this video of this fish where the lady they're making preparing fish at their house? It's like a fish they caught and the lady like it's in the sink and the lady okay. chops the head off the fish. Uh-huh. And but it actually doesn't show that when the video starts the head's already been removed and they show the head like separate or whatever. And uh, the body keeps moving. 
and it's like it goes on for like forever like the head's gone uh-huh. and the body's like every time she'll start to scale it it's like it feels it it's all twisting and shifting around and so it was like i thought maybe it was fake i was like is this real but it seems real i mean it definitely huh. seems legit like a home video kind of thing uh, but then i found this other story about this this old one that happened in like 1957 where this chicken that lived for 18 months yeah, without a without fucking a head. head yep that's real that's a real one yeah well, like, yeah i don't know i think it probably has to do with um I don't know, just after life and twitching and whatnot, but they had... Um, yeah, it has to do with oxygen reaching the open nerves. Yeah, and so, well, another one, too, was um, with uh, octopus, like in China. They have, like, dead octopus, um, but, you know, they put the whole octopus, they put soy sauce on it, and it, like, the sodium with the, the electrodes or something in their bodies reacts to it and then things fucking move around like they're still fucking alive dude Ooh, just like yuck. like moving around and like walking uh, on the table and stuff like that oh my and- god <laughs> no that's crazy yeah it's insane yeah it was something like that it was like oxygen like it has to do with if oxygen's reaching the open nerves it just causes automatic activity to start happening so as long as there's oxygen the thing will stay alive but the chicken thing because it was real it's documented history yeah. and everything this dude did this um because he didn't plan on having it happen he was winning bets left and right he started making money <laughs> by just telling me why how much you want to bet i got a live chicken with no head <laughs> <laughs> everyone took that bet and he, he made out like a like a bandit so i said that was crazy man you see stuff on the, on the internet and it it's hard to decipher when you see the real crazy shit if it's real or if it's actually just a really crazy thing. And so now, um, was sports here? Serena Williams, man. She lost. Yeah. Yeah, the U.S. <laughs> Open, right? Who beat her? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Huh. But yeah, she's trying to go for that ultimate, you know, winning all the slams. Yeah, nobody's ever done that, right? Yeah. Well, since I think Steffi Graf back in the day. Oh, okay. Something did that, yeah. So, so it's been done. Yeah. Yeah, that was unexpected. She's so talented, man. Well, that's the, what they're saying. She's probably the greatest greatest female athlete, they say, that's yeah. ever lived. Yeah. She's strong as fuck, dude. Be like a brick house, man. Yeah. Thick ass thighs, and she's strong. Yeah. I bet you she could squat way more than me. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure, Dollar. I'm sure. There's, <laughs> and so, like, another thing in sports I was like, listening to the other day. Um, you know who Cristiano Ronaldo is? The soccer player? Uh, yeah, I've heard of him. Um, uh, he actually, he's, he's really good. He's super good. He's like, him and uh, Lionel Messi, like always battle for a number one, number two gotcha. player in the world. Okay. Um, he scored five goals recently. That's insane. In, yeah, in one, one game? Ma- in one game, yeah. They won wow. 6-0. But wow. um, the thing is, is like, they, they were talking about his contract and like how other people might want to have Cristiano Ronaldo come to there and everything like that, and and um, they were saying that his contract is like something like one point something billion billion euros though, but but it's pretty close. Yeah, to, still a lot though. To to, to to buy him out of that contract from the team he is with, that's retarded, dude. Like soccer or football in other countries is is so so much bigger than it is here. Yeah, in the U.S., dude. Yeah, well, it's kind of a thing we don't realize it because we're insulated here with our NFL and everything, and the NFL is everything here. Yeah, but it's not everywhere. Most places are not into NFL at all. No, and uh, which they're trying to increase that with the European games. <laughs> in NFL total Europe, bullshit. Knock it off. Just knock it off. It's an American <laughs> thing. Come on, you going selling hot dogs over there too? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, some hot dogs, nachos, you know, <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. No, 
no no so yeah so uh but you're right man it's a worldwide phenomenon we're one of the few that are not on board and you're actually seeing increases in it now remember yeah. luke system was on our show yep. for multi-blazer and mm-hmm. he's a big soccer he played soccer for years and super into it and everything yeah he coached it for a while too and yeah it's just it is it is coming up and i think the women's is more popular than men's by far because like the women's soccer yeah. team is so much more successful right and that's the thing that's what sells the success what's up buddy how you doing what's going on what you, you want to sit down say something much, man we do uh <laughs> we do an internet-based uh radio podcast where we it's just conversational we sit down for an hour and a half every week and we just basically just bullshit man and right. you can say anything you want we have different guests every week when we set up here we just open up the mic and uh, let anybody come out kind of come in you can put headphones if you want to hear um and just kind of pull that microphone up to your face man and you can uh, introduce yourself and say whatever you want Hey, what do you guys think of this Remcat campus? Beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Beautiful. I think that's probably because of the day as well. Yeah, yes. yeah, right? And it's even particularly a little bit more sweet because I think summer's coming to an end, you know what I mean? You can feel it getting colder in the mornings. Oh, it started to. I've only been here a year so far, so I've only had that winter one time. Oh, where are you coming from? I'm from Texas. Are you from Texas? <laughs> we were just talking about Texas. He just got back I from Texas. I just got back from Texas and it's hot as fuck there all the time. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jesus. All year round. <laughs> Yeah, I'm from Southeast Texas. Uh, did you guys hear about the guy that got eaten by the alligator? What? What? You didn't hear about that? No, oh, no. Man, dude. I guess that was just because of the people on my Facebook. But uh, <laughs> sometimes shit like that. Happens. No, if you look up Orange, Texas, recently in 2015, there was a guy apparently with his his girlfriend or whatever, and there's a sign that says, you know, caution alligators over there because where I'm from, there's a bunch of bayous and creeks. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> And alligators, and apparently the kid was just like, uh, you know, fuck the alligator and jumped in the water. <laughs> and got eaten. And then it got attacked, yeah. Oh, And it was killed. Actually, it would, like, spawned this whole thing where uh, one of his buddies uh, went in there looking for the gator and killed it. Uh-huh. And that's uh, pretty significant because it's poaching in Texas. Right. You're not allowed to kill the alligators. Huh. There's a lot of uh, protected wildlife areas out there as well. Yeah, yeah. What a oh. trip. I heard I heard about the other dude who like fell in. You hear about that guy? That was in, uh, I think it might have been Louisiana or something, but he was out on like a deck and they were out, you know, it was a marshy area and there was like water. And so they was out of the deck and it, it, people told him, you know, you know, you're drinking a lot. I wouldn't get so close to the edge. And he kept just going. <laughs> well, out there I think like, it's the same story. Is that the same something dude? completely off though? Oh, man. <laughs> so he jumped. So he, he chose. He's yeah, like, we went, they went swimming. There wasn't, there was like, they were at a, just a place, you know, there's well, a so lot I of water like out this there. This was different. This is a guy who fell in though. Like yeah. so he fell in and then like, and no one wanted to get gum in after him. <laughs> no, I bet somebody put a little, uh twist on it yeah it made it a little <laughs> make it a little more entertaining what is it pc or whatever yeah. oh, so I what see. brought you to the colorado then oh man i actually i had a list for art schools i attend here i go to school here oh, okay, oh cool. right, right, on. On. right on but uh my first place i i was uh i actually was uh applying to a place in florida called ringling okay and uh they wanted my portfolio a lot earlier than i could give it to them because i was just getting out of the military so i was just like uh-huh. i'm just gonna go straight full into college you know yeah. start using that gi bill and mm-hmm. get an education so i can start working again okay i'll tell you man that was the first time i ever had a taste of career and career feels good yeah you know? yeah <laughs> i look yeah. at what you guys got right here and um these microphones sound so nice yeah <laughs> are these yours yeah yeah yep Oh my God! How yeah. much did that cost? Uh, well, it's a lifetime of building stuff. I'm a musician myself. I oh. do that too, and so over the years, I built up microphones and yeah. stuff. And then it's like being a mechanic. You know, when you like need tools, tools and, and you just like acquire that. tools over yeah, the time. Exactly. Yeah. That makes exactly. perfect sense. So, what do you study here? Oh, I'm here for 3D animation. Okay. 
Cool, man. Yeah, man. I'm just here trying to get it done as quick as I can, actually. And then just, uh, I don't know. There's not really a lot of places, I don't think, for 3D animators out here in Colorado. Yeah, this is a good one. But I'm just like, you know, I think I might stay around another couple of years or something like that because it's just a nice area, man. I'm not used to living so north, you know, because I've lived along the uh-huh. Gulf Coast forever. Okay. Yeah. You know? Colorado's beautiful, man. I moved out here from California about a decade ago and fell in love with it too. Never went back. Uh-huh. Like, nah, I can't go back. This place is too awesome. It is pretty nice. That's so good. every guest that we have on here. We always ask him one question. It's called the island question. Nice. You're stuck on a desert island. You have everything you need to live a long, happy life, okay? You have a form, you have something to play music on, but you only have one album that you can listen to for the rest of your life. <laughs> yes. What album is that? Uh, I already know the answer to that. It would be uh, Pretty Hate Machine. Pretty Hate Machine, what's nice. that? It's Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's a good man. one, man. You a Trent Reznor fan? Oh, I'm a huge Trent Reznor fan. I love that shit. I told you I'm a musician, and I, I recently got an opportunity. I'm scoring my first film, and so I'm kind of getting into that. But I nice. found that out about Trent Reznor, that he's a, he t- he's filmed, he's scored a lot of He films. does everything. He's like a writer, oh, yeah. director, producer. Yeah, he's, he's, he's everything. a fascinating <laughs> human being, dude. Well, he's done the soundtrack for uh, what he started. They started advertising it on the video games. I saw it on Call of Duty, I think, one time. And I was at a movie. Yeah. Yeah. theater you know and they just played it before the movie shows yeah Jeez. i just heard some talk on that recently too that's like a big thing for musicians now that are, that are coming up yeah, yeah video games putting music in there and all the licensing for that especially those call of duty ones because i think eminem did one too on one of the <laughs> call of duties where it was just like nice yeah damn yeah that's pretty cool all right, guys. Well, look, I was going to go get some beer. Y'all want me to grab you something? <laughs> uh, we're, we're Actually, we're, our podcast is over in about seven minutes, yeah. so we'll probably go we, grab some here in a little bit. We'll jo- much join appreciate you. It. Yeah. What was your name? Oh, I'm Brian. So. Brian, Tony, good to know you, buddy. Yeah, Mike, thanks man. for stopping by. And I'm actually here on yeah, campus, too, regularly, so oh, cool. I work here, Texas building. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, what is what do you do at the Texas building? I'm actually I do the financial aid, and I actually do the military here. So. Oh, nice. So you work with Victoria. Yep. Yeah, that's who I pretty much talk to all the time. She's yep. a wonderful person. She like always seems to understand, and if she's like, I don't, I've never seen her confused anything anytime handling my stuff. So yeah, yeah, know. she's cool. I've known her a while too. Yeah, awesome. Well, cool man. Yeah, we'll come yeah. and join you here pretty soon. Then yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, this sounds really good. <laughs> so check out the show. He's kind of got the, the radio voice going yeah. too. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. Oh man, good stuff, buddy. Perfect timing here. I think we're down to the last uh, five minutes or whatever. Got yeah. some more news. Oh, I was gonna. We were talking about sports. Yeah. Um, did you see the uh, James Blake? He's like an ex tennis star, and he was going to the U.S. Open, and he's like standing outside the hotel, leaning against the wall, and this fucking undercover, ununiformed police officer runs up to him, like grabs him, throws him down on the ground, handcuffs him, and hauls him off and arrests him. He, it turns out he looked just like this other dude that they were looking for. Yeah. But it's a crazy video because he's just standing there. He's like looking at his phone. This dude just fucking runs up and just bam, manhandles him, takes him to the ground, slaps on. And he's totally cooperative. He's like looking at him like, I don't yeah. know what's going on, but apparently I'm not going to fight this. I don't know what you're doing. But I, if that were me, I'd have been so pissed later. Yeah, well, what the fuck? Like, this is what I'm thinking. Like, if you're, if you're looking for somebody and if it's that intense, like where you're like someone's just running up to you, like, 
there would not be a regular ass dude just sitting well, there against the wall. You this, think? this, well, this dude has a history. Oh, does he? He has a history of abusing uh, civilians, like being overly aggressive with civilians in oh, general. Oh, jeez. Anytime, anytime you see some weird shit like that, and then it start, the story starts with, "Well, he has a history." I'm like, the "Fucking guy should be gone already." Yeah. Like, no, he shouldn't be doing the job. If there's a history, bye. <laughs> like, if you continuously are doing the same stupid behaviors, I'm sorry, but the cop job is not for you. You shouldn't be there, but but he is. But you got. I thought that was crazy, and it it makes you wonder if shit like that happens all the time. But it's not a famous tennis player, yeah, or caught on video, or, or both, video, yeah. yeah. And the emergence of technology again. Everybody can see everything. There's cameras everywhere. Everyone's a fucking videographer. Everyone's a vlogger. You know. Yeah, it's great. I stopped the vlog, by the way. Did I tell you that? No, I don't think it's my thing, man. I don't think it's my forte. Maybe someday I'll come back to it. I was halfway through doing the second one, and I was just like. This isn't me. I'm not going to... You're not going to be on any reality TV anytime soon, No, and I think part of it is self-centered because it's all selfie stuff. You know what I mean? You're walking around with a camera filming your stuff. People are looking at you all the time. Like, it's just a weird thing. Like, if you're a young kid, it's probably not that big of a deal. Jane's still working on his, but... Nah, I'm not going to do the vlog, buddy. I'm not, I don't think people give that much of a fuck about my life, <laughs> honestly. Come out and hear me play music. That's worth it. And you can hear all my music at TonyDollarMusic.com. <laughs> Increasing the plugs. Every five minutes. Every five, five he also, minutes. Everybody just listening, Tony also has a reminder on his phone for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> my alarm just went off again. It's Tony Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. but as always, uh, we, I, we still got some time. We can trail out bullshit in here, but I uh, definitely want to always remind people you can go to our website, which is MikeAndTonyShow.com. All of our episodes are always there. Um, you can download them. You can stream them. Um, you can read about the guests and stuff on there. We got picture pages, all kinds of cool shit. Yep. Come check it out. Yep, and we have the description on everybody. Um, also, um, listen on WRM. Definitely check out all the other sections of this website here. It's uh, it's awesome. They have a lot of uh, artist sections and stuff like that, and they also have the records. It's uh, that's booming off too. So yep, wromradio.net. Yep, good place to go. Uh, my music. Uh, I'm still working with Tom right now, but my music will be uh, broadcast through their station uh, pretty soon as well. So much love out to WROM. Yeah, and we got some few awesome guests coming up here too. Uh, I want to mention that. Um, yes. One of my good buddies that I knew from high school, played basketball with him and everything too. Uh, his name is Deed. He goes by Deed Rocklin. Um, going to get him uh, over the phone. He's out there in California. Uh, does a lot of music, a lot of good music, R&B. Um, yeah. The- and then uh, another guy I'm trying to get on is in the same industries you're, you're dipping into. Um, and uh, I'm going to plug him into that too, Travis Lufer. Um, he does a lot of film uh, uh, music and uh, film music work or just film in general film in general like movies and short movies and stuff like that he's always up yeah damn yeah it's cool lots of new uh, doors are opening with that i had an ex-boss when i used to do landscaping Uh, Uh he contacted me through twitter and he's got like shit tons of followers and stuff now and he's making films oh really so i told him i said man i'm working on scoring my first film right now and he already threw me some possibilities for a couple of short films he's got coming up so we get a little more work doing that stuff that stuff's pretty neat yeah no the film is and and the stuff that he has on there is really good he it's his website is t loofer so t l u p h e r dot com um, you can check, check out his out. stuff, and there's a lot of stuff on there, man. He got some good reviews um, um, on some shorts that he had. So the phone thing is uh, adding a whole new element now because yeah. I'm looking at having a couple people, my family too. I've got an uncle in the music business, and yep. I've got an aunt in the movie business. Uh, so probably have them on as well and, uh, and do a little talking with them. That opened up a whole new uh, can of worms for us, buddy. Yeah, hopefully not worms. But uh, yeah, 
We don't want worms. Maybe that was not parasites. The, <laughs> maybe not the perfect choice of word. Oh man, it's a little bit sad. It's the last farm cat of the year, man. Fall setting in. The days yep. are getting shorter. It's getting a little colder. It's been a great summer, man. Playing gigs out on patios all year and then uh, all summer and then doing this. The farm cat, which this is our fourth one. Yeah. Be our final one for this year, but I'm sure we'll be back again next year. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. What's, their web- what's their website for the FarmCAD stuff? It's just farmcad.net. Beautiful. So exactly what it says. F-A-R-M-C-A-D, C-A-D, uh, .net. Hell yes, man. But, uh, yeah, man. So, we're going to cut out. We're going to get Dollar Bill here. We're going to go watch him uh, perform. Uh, check out his music, you guys. Then, Thanks for listening. And then Casa Bonita, my Casa first Casa Bonita. We'll let, you know. we'll let you know how Casa Bonita goes, everybody. Hell yeah. But, very, uh, very good. Yes. Thanks for listening, you guys. That's a wrap. Cheers. Cheers.